Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self-project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. I want to welcome to the show today, Trisha Dyka. And Trisha is an intuitive empath coach, a Reiki master, a best-selling author, teacher, and speaker. And she's on a mission to help other empath coaches and healers go from emotional overwhelm to learning how to manage their own energy so they can be more visible and enjoy inner peace. So I am really excited to have you here today, Trisha because um, we're speaking just a little bit before we started how we haven't had anybody on the show yet to speak to those um, that are empathic, that do pick up on this extra emotional energy that maybe don't know how to, you know, set boundaries, set energetic boundaries, set, you know, physical or, you know, those boundaries in life that you need to set. So I'm really excited to have her on today to speak with us. And Trisha, if you don't mind, do you mind just kind of uh, introducing yourself and telling yourself a little bit more about you? Thank you so much for having me, Christy. I'm really excited to be here. And um, it was probably over 10 years that I realized I was an empath. But the road to figuring that out, I was a hot mess. I was... um, I was working and it was like all of a sudden the crock pot, you know, the top just exploded of emotions. And it was like, I was crashing wave after wave after wave. And and I think that as we grow up, we're all told, don't show your emotions. You're too sensitive. You know, don't let anybody know you need anything. And I think from all the years of me picking up so much, I would stuff it down and hide it and stuff it down. And I think it got to a point where it said, no more stuffing it down, no more. It's time for you to deal with this. Although I didn't know what I was dealing with. So it was lots of emotions, lots of sobbing, lots of crying, lots of not understanding what was going on. I mean, it it was so bad that at, at one point I woke up and it was going on for months where I finally just said to the universe either, and and I'm not so proud of this, but I basically said either don't let me wake up tomorrow or you need to help me figure this out because I love to be around people. I love to be interactive. I love to, you know, be doing things. And all I did was hide. I would stay home. I would hide. I didn't go out. Um, And a few people that I knew were like, what is going on? And and even that, I was like, I just don't know. I just don't know. It was like my answer for everything was I just didn't know. And my husband's like, I don't understand either. He's like, you're just every day you're sobbing. And I mean, sobbing like my best friend died. The world was coming to an end and it was chaotic. It was crazy. And I said to the universe, I mean, it's God, the universe, whatever it is for you, 
I said, please help me because I can't look at myself in the mirror one more day like this. And that's when all of a sudden the hits started. I had people contacting me randomly out of the blue telling me what was going on. I remember hearing the word empath and I said it to my husband and that night he was up all night, I think. And he's like, you need to research this because this is you. This is you to a T. And I'm like, get out of here. He's like, I'm telling you. And I did. And I was floored. And I was like, I tried to find the groups for support. And um, I I did like this, woe is me, I'm an empath, I'm cursed. You know, I I did go through that. But, (laughs) and it's for anybody out there who is in that, please believe me when I tell you it's not a curse and you can definitely turn this around with easy tools, get back to your life, learn to understand it. Yes, you're going to have bad days. That's without, you know, that's life for human beings. But if you actually just stop and take a step back and there's some really easy things that we can do. And again, it took me a while. It was consistency. It was creating rituals. It was because I want to help as many people as I can not go through that torment. And I was tormented. And that's because of all the years shoving stuff down. Like, I'll give you a prime example. When I was growing up as a child, the first three years of every school, I would cry the first three weeks because I was afraid of death. What child do you know is afraid of death like that, let alone really even understands it? And I remember as I was working with healers and and working with myself, trying to figure it out. And I'm like, oh my God, that wasn't even mine. Oh my God. You know, because as empaths, we pick stuff up. And if you don't understand your own energy, or even if you do, and you're on that hamster wheel, you're so busy rushing around in your life. You don't realize, wow, I just picked something up and it's not mine. So when that happens is we take it in and we internalize it. And next thing you know, it becomes ours. But it becomes ours emotionally, it becomes ours physically, it becomes ours mentally. And then as the whole package, it's becoming like, what do we think of ourselves? What do we think of ourselves on a spiritual level? How are we dealing with ourselves? So emotionally, very self-explanatory, we're picking up emotions. And I mean, right now, it's a little chaotic out there in the world. So There is a collective chaos that you are probably feeling right now. And then um, mentally, just got to ask, how many times have you been to a place or even woken up and you're like, I cannot function. My brain is in 20 different directions. I cannot make a decision. I cannot finish a sentence. I am my, it's just like I've had conversations with my husband and he's like, I don't even know what you're trying to say to me right now. And I'm like, you know what? I just need to go sit down (laughs) or I've been to the mall. We went, I remember this. We went to the mall and I had a very set plan. We got there and he stood there watching me. He goes, "I, I just need, and I literally, he goes, you went like this zigzag through the mall. He said, he finally calls me over. He goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm, and he's like, you're so distracted. You were so scattered. And I'm like, oh my God. And it was an interesting revelation, even with my list of things I wanted to buy for Christmas. 
it was like I forgot I even had that. So and then physical is actually picking up physical issues. Like I, I was remember being at work and I'm going in, I'm hyped, I'm excited, it's a new day. And I sit down at my desk and next thing you know, I'm like, I have a wicked headache. And I'm like, my God, my head hurts. And next thing you know, 10 seconds later, I hear I hear somebody saying they need aspirin for their head. I'm like, and I was like, no way. But then it, I kept seeing over and over the comments of, you know, I'm tired. I don't feel good. I'm this. And I'm like, wow, like we are so sensitive to the energies around us. You're picking up so much on a constant level that if you're not being present in your life and you're not being aware, you're picking it up and you're taking it on as yours. And now your body starts to struggle because it's saying, I've got these emotions. I've got this physical issue. You're, you're, you're so scattered. You're not paying attention to me. And, you know, if you continue to do this over and over and over again, year after year, what, what ends up happening, unfortunately, is it does manifest in physical ailments and your body's saying, I need you to stop and pay attention to me. I need you to figure this out. And, and unfortunately that has happened to me more than once. So I, <laughs> you know, when you, if you can daily stop and pay attention and do some grounding exercises, again, grounding can be super easy. When I tell you to do rituals or anything else, it does not have to be this long, arduous, drawn out procedure. I want you to do something that's fun, that you like to do, that's quick, and that's easy because you want to get on with your life. You want to keep going. You don't want to become the deer in the headlights going, what just happened? Oh my God. Because when you become like that, the emotion takes over. Then the brain stops and says, I feel terrible. Why do I feel terrible? Oh my God. Five years ago, when I got into a fight with so-and-so or what's going to happen in my life, you know, tomorrow or the next day, it's like we create these stories to make sense of the emotions. If we could just stop, feel them, let them flow. It cuts off that monkey mind. And that's a practice, guys. That's not, you know, please don't try this once and say it doesn't work because it's, it's really, it's something that has to be a practice. And I've got some quick and easy tools, but before we go on to that, I just want to make sure that I'm explaining myself. And Yes, I, I think that everything that you're saying is wonderful. And I think I've got human design on the brain too, since we were talking about it a little before, because I'm like, I wonder if, you know, you're talking about taking in that energy and it's not even your own energy. And, um, you know, that also correlates with human design when we start looking at the centers in the middle of the body that, you know, correlate to all the different things, emotions and, um, you know, taking in inspiration or thoughts that aren't your own, those who have undefined or open centers that's going to be coming in, you know, even more and you're going to be amplifying that. So I'm like, I'm so curious to know like your human design chart. I bet that like you said that you've got a lot of natural um, empathic things in there already. So I love that you bring that up because um, we are walking around absorbing that energy and that emotions and all of those things of others. Um, I myself am also empathic and I've already always known it to a certain level. But when you said that you've had days where you would just be a sobbing mess and you just like, 
I don't even really know why. Like I've had days like that. I'm like, what is going on? Like, why am I feeling this way? So that really resonated with me too. But, you know, do you think that that's something that's common for a lot of people who are empathic that just those waves of emotion? (laughs) Yeah, it, it very much so is common because if you don't know what's going on, and all of a sudden you're like, you, you, you have to release it somehow. And I actually love crying now, mind you, years ago, it was the big no, no, don't you dare cry, you know, but now it's like, when I feel that pressure cooker going and I cry, I'm like, oh, I feel so much better afterwards. Like it's that cleansing and it is a release. It's that, you know, all that buildup is now gone. So if you find that you start to cry a lot, I would love for you to check to see where you're not being present because those are the times where we're going. And speaking of human design, I've got five undefined open centers. And one of them is my head. And with that, um, I thought the men in white coats were coming for me because I literally started to hear people talking. And when my empath gifts were really out of control and going like I would hear stuff that would stop me dead in my tracks because I was like I I don't even understand where it would came from and I didn't at that point realize like it would I would hear I don't want to go home or I hate my kid and I'm like I don't have kids I don't even know where I'm hearing this you know like some really you know some interesting things that I would hear that I would be like uh am I and I really at one point thought I was starting to lose it. Like I was like, I finally came home to my husband one day and I said, I, I think I'm going, I should be committed or they're going to come and take me away. Like I wasn't even kidding at this, this point. And he's like, what is the matter? And I'm telling him and he's like, and he, I don't think he quite believed me. So as we were going out and stuff, I would say stuff to him. I'm like, Oh, I hear this song in my head. And I tell him, and he's like, I'm singing that in mine. Or I would say something. And he'd be like, uh, that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm like, what? And I said, well, I guess I'm not totally losing my mind. Like, do you know, so it made me feel a little better. And then, you know, I started putting tools in place. And one of the thing I needed to do because I did not understand my own energy was I created an empath symbol. I don't care what your symbol is. I use large animals because I love them. You could use fish, animals, flowers, colors, um, instruments, um, places, like, and what I do is I just ask the universe to show me my symbol when what I am feeling does not belong to me. And when I first started using it, if you don't really understand your energy that well, and you first start using it, I guarantee you, 90 to 95% of the time you're going to see your symbol. And Doubting Debbie over here went into a best best buy one night and I was hot. I was hot. Like I was anxious and it was getting progressively worse. And I didn't understand. And my husband at this point knew what I was doing, knew what was going on. And he said to me, all right, I see something. I could, he could feel it coming off of me in waves. And I said, I I'm ready to bolt. And we got into the store and on every single TV was a bear. And that's my symbol. And he's like, ah, there's a bear on every TV. So in my head, I said, okay, really? This is the truth? I'm like, you know, send me another sign. 
lady walks by me, lions and tigers and bears, oh my. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I, I it, it's also that trust piece. When you don't trust yourself either, you have to learn to trust yourself. You have to learn to trust what you're hearing from the universe and the signs. And I never realized how much I was open and took on. I never realized. So using a symbol will actually get you to start understanding what you're picking up and when you're picking it up. And the other tool, which is so simple because I'm all about quick and easy tools, simple tools is imagine your heart centers open and you've got a gentle breeze coming through your heart center all day long clearing out anything that you just picked up that does not belong to you, sending it back down into the earth. In the beginning, I used it all the time. I, mean, like, I was like, I feel something, it's not mine, you know, and I'll use it. But as I got to trust that and myself, it just, it was like I set the intention in the morning and it would continuously go. Now, however, I'm going to come back to being present. Because if you're on that hamster wheel and you are running 25 miles an hour without recognizing or seeing anything going on, you're going to easily pick things up and easily not register that it is yours. And that was really, really big for me. So then what I started to do was I did five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the afternoon and, and at night checking in with my body, doing body scans, grounding my energies. Real quick tip, water is great for clearing. So if you are at work, if you are out doing something, running errands at the mall, um, I don't care where, go wash your hands off. And with the intention of A, asking the universe for help and B, shaking off the energy you have picked up using the water. As I say, those are great tips. I'm really excited um, about the symbol. I think that that's incredible, that story. And it kind of reminded me of my own story. Um, we live kind of up in the mountains and um, we often go for walks. And so I will often kind of talk out loud when I'm talking with my husband and I will say things like, uh, you know, let me hear a woodpecker, you know, for a sign or something. And then I'll hear the woodpecker and I'm like, okay, wait again though. But no, that was just a fluke again. So I think it's important, like you said, learning to trust yourself and learning to trust the, you know, the messages and the energy that you're getting. But, um, I would really, you're giving us so many great tips so far. Do you have, um, any, uh, I know I mentioned at the very beginning of the episode, like any kind of energetic boundaries or shields practices that you have for yourself? Do you use anything like that? Um, my experience with shields, uh, when it, when I first had, when it was first growing and I, and I couldn't stomach looking at myself, I remember going into a group and saying, can somebody please help me? And, um, they told me to create these bubbles and this white light and this shielding. And every time I did it, within 20 minutes, I was on my knees, hysterical. I was like, what in God's name is going on? And then as I started to understand more, creating these shields and these protections and these bubbles are actually asking for exactly what you don't want. 
please put a shield to protect me. And when you're asking that, it's like you're showing fear of exactly what you don't want. So the universe is like, okay. When I use the heart-centered intention with that constant breeze and I am being open, it flows right through me. And once I switched all that around, it was a huge difference for me. Some people like shields. Um, the people that I have spoken to, other empaths I've spoken to, have said they've noticed the same thing. When they put some kind of bubble or protection, it implodes on them and they feel even worse. Or if they're using shields, it's like they're drained because they have to keep making sure the shield is in, in place. And the biggest tip I'm going to tell, tell you today, the happier you are within yourself, the easier emotions flow through you. Took me a hard, that was a hard lesson for me. But I realized as I raised my vibration, I raised my energy. I was like, yes, I still feel the negativity and the other stuff, but it didn't affect me. It would flow through me. And I didn't have to stop and be like, oh my God, is that mine? This is consistency. This is rituals. This is getting to know yourself. Um, this is, you know, truly taking a step back and asking the universe and kind of saying, I'm done with this. So how do we go to our next step? It's like opening yourself up, being completely vulnerable. And that's not easy. Um, so, but boundaries, energetic boundaries, saying no is very important. I have found myself included because I wouldn't dare say I wasn't concluded. I was the yes girl. I was the people pleaser. I was the let me do for everybody else and I will be low man on totem pole. And I did whatever I could for whomever I could. And it was a hard lesson to learn because my body gave out and said, you're done. And I remember getting really, really sick with um, a kidney infection. It went into my blood. I was a mess for months and months. And all the people I had said, let me help you were gone. So it was a hard lesson for me. And that's probably 25 years ago. So it taught me, you know, being that yes girl, making myself last is not a good thing. So if you are somebody who is a people pleaser and who puts yourself last, start putting yourself first. Start saying no. And the first few times you say no, don't be surprised if you get like physically sick. Because <laughs> I remember the first time I said no, I was like hyperventilating. I'm like, oh my God, you know, the horror stories I created in my own head. But it got easier. It got so much easier. And the more you love and respect yourself, the more you know where to place your time and energy. You stop trying to fix everybody. You stop trying to get everybody to help everybody. Because the one in essence that you're hurting is yourself. And the universe did not give you this gift for you to be tormented, for you to think it was a curse, for you to hurt yourself. So if you find that you're saying yes to everybody and your energy is depleted and you're constantly exhausted, it's time to check your environment. Who are you hanging out with? Who are you saying yes to? And why are you saying yes? 
this was something, you know, and that is an evolving process. That is not, let's do it one time and it's done. It is something as you grow and change, these will grow and change too. And I do it a lot with business owners, right? Like business owners, they're, they're so quick to let me rush to my client and Yes, rush to your client. Yes, help them. However, you need to create boundaries for time for yourself. If you say five o'clock on a Friday, unless it's some kind of deadline emergency, that's it. You're done. Don't don't allow somebody to continuously utilize your time because empaths need daily time to recharge, daily time to hang out by themselves. If you don't have that, it's like, you know, even now I get to the point where I'm like, oh, I need, I need to go away and go sit in a corner by myself. And it took me a while to get here. It was not like, you know, now I honor that. I honor that my body and my, my soul is saying, you need some five, you need five minutes in a dark room or just go hang out and chill by yourself. Uh, thank you for sharing that. So I was thinking while you were talking, for somebody who might be kind of new to this self-discovery space, we've already throughout the episode shared many of our own experiences of the things that, you know, you experienced that led you to know that you were an empath. But maybe we could um, hear you just share a few things that somebody who is an empath might be experiencing, maybe if, you know, they didn't know if they were an empath yet. There are some like signs, if you will. Um, For me, um, to this day, I'm so very sensitive to smell. I can walk into a supermarket, into the meat department or the fish department, and I will turn around and I will walk out. I'm done. And my husband has learned if she's leaving, we're not buying anything because it it has happened where I'm like, I can't stomach this, but he'll buy something. And he's like, oh my God, this is awful. There's several reasons for that. That is you're smelling maybe bad meat or meat that's not quite as good. Or you're also picking up the animal's emotions. Um, I know that's... (laughs) Sometimes that, that's difficult. It really is. So when I smell something off, I leave. Um, lights. If you see a, you're around a lot of fluorescent lights, it's like, okay, you know, you need sunglasses. Like when I go to the mall, sometimes those lights really bother me. Um, you smell bullshit a mile away. You just know, like, you know, if someone comes to you and they're giving you a story, you're like, yeah, okay. But you also learn to know the difference of this person's really just lying to me or this person's really lying to themselves and it's unable to see yet. So that it was an interesting, like for distinction for me, when I started to catch on, I'm like, oh, this person's not lying to me to hurt my feelings. This person's not ready to handle the situation. But then, you know, there have been people that you just, they just lie to you. Um, You know, somebody like you could feel their energy immediately. And you just know, I don't like this person or I adore this person. And I can't wait to hang out with them again. Um, And speaking of empaths pick up just as many happy, positive emotions as you do negative, but never question them. Why would you? You're happy. <laughs> you know, you're having a really great day. You're joyful. You're happy, even more so than normal. But you never stop and say, Is this mine? So I, I just, I love bringing that out. 
TV, news, bad. No, no. You know, you want to keep up on the current events. Oh my God, just don't right now. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to keep up on current events, what I do is I'll read art, like the, the, um, titles of articles. And I'll say, this is something I'm interested in, but I stay far away from news, picking up emotions from TV, just your regular shows. Yeah. TV, um, podcasts, YouTube videos, and books. People are like, I read this book and it's supposed to be really funny, but I cried. Yeah, you did. And you wonder why, because you, you're picking up whatever the, the author's feeling. So it's like, these are different things that people don't realize, but that happen. Another thing is empaths have a hard time being in a places with lots of people. My biggest tip is if you're not having a good day to begin with, do not do it to yourself. Don't go to a mall. Don't go to a stadium. Although we're not really doing those things right now. But, you know, once you start to get to know yourself better, don't go to places that you know is going to trigger you. Step back and wait. Go another day. Unless, of course, it's your business, your job. <laughs> you know, put your tools in place. Be even more understanding with yourself. Um, and sometimes the best thing you can do is when you come home from work is, Take a nice Epsom salt bath with some oil to release everything you've picked up. Wow, that's incredible. Thank you for sharing that with us. I was wondering too, um, you know, the way that you compacted that into one place so that somebody will be able to listen and and see like, yes, I resonate with a lot of that. Um, so how are you working with other people, if you don't mind sharing with us, if somebody's listening to all of this and they're like, yes, that's me, I need some help with this. What are some of the different things that you offer to help people? I am offering um, one-to-one services. So if you are interested, you can send me a message, either email at trisha at trishadaika.com or I am all over social media under Trisha Dyka. So you could definitely send me a DM and I highly encourage you to utilize these tools. And um, I predominantly do work with empath business owners, really getting this under control. So, so they're more visible and they're no longer, because I, I did it myself, you know, when I got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm back in a way because I don't want any more clients. I can't handle any more obstacles and challenges that you pick up from your clients. So it's it's creative visualization, it's boundaries, it's um, other quick and easy clearing tools. Everything will be linked up into show notes. So you'll be able to scroll straight down there to connect with Trisha. And I have to say, you have offered us so much good information, so many great tips and tools that we're going to be able to take away from this episode to, um, again, help with our own um, responses, our own things that we might be dealing with, our own, especially if we don't know yet that, you know, we do have more of these empathic tendencies, or we don't know exactly what we're dealing with, or we haven't begun to set those energetic boundaries. So I just have to thank you. Was there maybe anything that we didn't touch on or just kind of any closing thoughts that you wanted to add before we go? I really want to emphasize the happier you are as a person. And if you're not happy, I want you to dive into that. Um, Figure out what makes you happy and 
part of being an empath is we've picked up so many beliefs from others. So many different things that we do think feel are from other people and they're not ours. So if you're not happy, I suggest you start and start as things come up, you know, I mean, even something as simple as do I like eggs? <laughs> I'm so serious because I, I actually did this. I went to ground zero and I was like, what do I like? What do I like to do for myself? What makes me happy? What makes me laugh? And I started to build on that. And that is when I stepped into who I was. The happier I became, the easier emotions flowed through me. And please don't take from this that I don't have a rough day because there are definitely days that I would like to be an ostrich. For sure. And I think that that's the journey too. You know, we, you know, do this work and we learn more about ourselves, um, you know, not to bypass it all because the journey is not all, you know, joyful and happiness and, you know, it's ups and it's downs. And we learn as much from the struggle and the perceived negative. Actually, we learn more from that than we do from being happy or bypassing, you know, the shadows and the negative all the time. So um, I think that, like you said, that's an important reminder. So I have to thank you so much, Trisha, for being here today, for sharing with us and for giving of your time. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review and I will see you next time.